Hi, everyone. John Branning here, welcoming you to my podcast, This Week at the Trump Poems. This episode is for the week ending December 19th, 2020. While Donald Trump continues to direct all of his attention and limited intellect at finding fraudulent votes, despite the Electoral College's official certification of the results, we continue to suffer over 3,000 deaths from COVID every day and hear how the military man in charge of the distribution plan of the already less than expected number of vaccine doses has managed to overpromise and underdeliver. And then there were the increasingly unsettling details of the breadth and depth of a massive multi-department hack of government and private computer systems, which Mike Pompeo said was the work of the Russians, and Donald Trump said, not so fast, Mike. Trump also said it was all under control, so you know that means it's a monumental shit show. So that's the kind of week it was in Trump world, and I've got two Trump poems to share with you this week that comment upon it. So let's get started, shall we? Mitch McConnell accepted the Electoral College results and began to address Joe Biden as the president-elect. That meant he immediately earned a place on Trump's naughty list, which was almost as much of a surprise as when Bill Barr made the same list for not embracing Trump's fevered claims of fraud, and that led to Barr leaving the administration with barely a month to go. Trump's focus on election fraud to the exclusion of literally everything else going on in the country is the topic of this poem called Futures Tense. People are angry. Their focus is Mitch. Election results. There should be a big switch. Bill Barr was fired. Uh, I mean, he resigned. Will I admit Joe Biden won? Not inclined. 300,000 is the ceiling we've passed due to my effort, best termed as half-assed. Deaths due to COVID are climbing, and yet I'm intractably chasing votes I didn't get. I've had my mind on electoral malpractice, and while I'm distracted, seems Russia has hacked us. It still isn't clear how much data has been taken, but my belief I beat Joe Biden? Unshaken. Congress debates a new stimulus bill. I've stayed out of that effort and plan to until Chuck and Nancy and Mitch and McCarthy will vet it, and then I'll swoop in to claim all of the credit. I've still got supporters who say, don't surrender. Confederate money they think's legal tender. Reverse the electors. I'll keep on pursuing it to cling to this job, even though I've stopped doing it. As more details of that widespread hack were revealed, Trump, of course, tried to downplay every facet of the story. Fake news, wasn't the Russians, I've been fully briefed, etc. Considering that Trump doesn't even use email kind of undermines my confidence in his cyber insights, and my poem about this kerfuffle is called A Day at the Breach. Our country's been hacked, and they're blaming a Russian, the one over whom I am normally gushing. It's Putin who sometimes I've met with in small rooms. I've yet to condemn him. My silence speaks volumes. I'm helpless against any cyber attack. Where these hackers come in through a 
door in the back. Seems to me we could just scare them off with a floodlight. As far as technology goes, I'm a Luddite. The details are sketchy. There's still some confusion regarding the scope of this cyber intrusion. And although Pompeo has pointed a finger accusing the Russians, in my mind, doubts linger. It turns out our networks were not that secure, but I can't believe Putin's the provocateur. An assumption means we do not know for a fact this could be that 400-pound kid from his mattress. What we fear the most might occur now if this'll let bad actors fire off a nuclear missile. And yet my response has been notably lacking regarding disruption from this cyber hacking. It's long been asserted I'm in Putin's thrall. I'm a puppet the Russians took steps to install. If Putin's behind this, it seems I should scold him. But he can't steal secrets, I've already told him. It's Christmas week, and I can't wait to see what sort of inspiring and uplifting tweets the president will send out about the rigged election, the lamestream media, and how he personally directed Pfizer and Moderna to add more salt to their recipes for the vaccine. I hope you'll join me again in a week's time, and more importantly, whatever and however you choose to celebrate at this time of year, I wish you safety, health, and peace. Take care.